Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast. Today we are talking with Jackie Vega of JackieVega.com and The Wellness Solution. Jackie is actually the guest of our current most popular episode, episode 69, which uh, we talk about tips for better sleep for your family. So if you have not had a chance to listen to that episode, uh, please go back and do so. It is a must-listen episode uh, because I think we could all use a little more sleep. Uh, Okay, so Jackie is back. Why? Because we love her no-nonsense, real-world approach to things, Um, which is why we thought this topic would be perfect for her to talk about saving money in the grocery store. We are all... Uh, facing cost increases across the board in different areas of our monthly spends. So hoping that she can give us a little guidance today, I know she she will, um, to talk about how we can save. Um, we're covering the top and most simple, that's important to note, tips for anyone trying to save money right now at the grocery store. Don't forget to join the Healthy Family Project podcast Facebook group, We like to continue the conversations from the podcast over there. And Jackie is actually a part of that group, so you can even ask her questions directly. We are Healthy Family Project on all of the social outlets. If you are looking for more inspiration and lifestyle tips, hacks, or you can go to healthyfamilyproject.com. And now let's jump in with Jackie. So grocery costs have skyrocketed and we have all been hit with some added expenses. Craziness going to the grocery store these days or just everything really. Um, So today we have Jackie Vega who is back with us to talk about being able to shop for the foods we want and need without breaking the bank. Most of our listeners know um, Jackie from past episodes but I would like to welcome Jackie. And why don't you give a little intro about yourself and why this conversation is relevant in your life before we jump in? Well, thank you, Amanda. I'm always happy to be back. This is my, uh, I feel like it's home speaking with your audience. Uh, So I've been a registered dietitian since 2013, I believe was when I had my registration all finished and I was official. And for many years, I worked with super healthy kids and focusing on pediatrics and meal planning and families in general. And recently throughout the past, I want to say three years now, I've been working in substance use disorder through rehabilitation, nutrition, basically, and just helping people to you know, budget and meal planning and everything revolving around the frustrations that a lot of us are going through now with um, prices increasing and getting the, um, you know, the runaround where you sit down at the dinner table and you're talking over with your spouse or significant other and trying to figure out how can we start to save money. And a lot of my, I really pride in the experience that I have in meal planning and helping people who pretty much have any goal and helping them to realize that if you start with a, you know, a good basic meal plan, you can really reach any goals, whether it's health, fitness, and um, budget. Awesome. You're always doing wonderful things. So <laughs> it's great to have you back. Um, all right. So let's cut to the chase here. Reports out this week 
showed, I think it was something like an 8.5% inflation rate. So the average family can expect to see something more than $300 is what I read and added expensive just for basic needs each month. So that is, that's a lot to, to add. And I think uh, this cost increase could really make or break some decisions we're making, especially in the grocery store. So that's a big spend for a family each week. Um, and so I know you have a lot of experience in this area. Let's jump in and hear what are your tips to still eat healthy, but stay within a budget? Yeah, and I can say personally that our grocery bill every week, I'm probably spending anywhere between honestly 75 to about $120, $130 more. Um, and I, I understand that for some people that may be, you know, they may think, wait, but I can't even spend that much a week. So it's definitely a, um, privileged in that respect, but I have seen the increases and I am someone who will go in the grocery store because of the clients that I work with. Um, you know, they need to be on a budget and I will specifically look at the prices and I have, I've seen huge increases in your staples like eggs and milk and mm -hmm. breads and pastas and, um, even in the produce section. So the farmers are definitely seeing a huge, I know, I think it was yesterday on the news, the farmers were talking about how everything that's going on around them, the increase has to come from somewhere. They have to, you know, they have to get their money back somehow. So unfortunately it is going to go to us. Right. So, I mean, it, it's it, it just to like touch on that, it boils like mm -hmm. down to the fuel for the tractor, the cost of fuel, the, you know, they have to pay their workers more so that they can afford you know, to, to live and keep their, their team and workers and everybody in order. So it does trickle down to the, you know, yeah. cost of goods. It's, it's important to recognize like, oh, we didn't, we're just raising prices because we feel like it. Like yeah. there is a, there is that cycle that kind of flows through, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for, the, for real. Yeah. Like we, there's this one main road that I think it actually starts up in Orlando and runs well through Boca and like South Florida and stuff and a large portion of that road is agriculture and one thing that I noticed when we first started driving down there to take my daughter to school was um Paro Farms I'm sure yes. you're familiar with them yes yes they, yeah so they're right there and they have these buses that actually ship the, I don't know if that sounds like the right word but it will go I don't know where they pick up the people who work there but they'll they'll bring them in by buses and I don't know if that was implemented during COVID before. I don't know when, but it's right. just, it's probably economical for them because they're helping to decrease the costs that are incurred with their employees actually coming to work. So I'm sure that is just, has now become more of a, an important factor in their costs themselves. Right. So, but okay. So I have three ideas in general of, um, and I don't want to say it's easy, definitely not easy to budget, especially when you're dealing with families. Um, but I want to try and keep my ideas simple. So the first thing that I'm pretty sure everybody hears, but even I need to be reminded uh, to shop your pantry and fridge or freezer. Many, many times I'll go into my pantry and I will forget, oh, I have this pasta. 
oh, there's still these soups here or, oh, I have these taco shells or things that I forgot that I had that I keep buying every week and Mm -hmm. there's just no need for it. Um, And speaking of the whole taco thing, when I look in my refrigerator, every week we always have Taco Tuesday. So this is just one example that I use. So Tuesday, it's today, Thursday. (laughs) Recording on Thursday. (laughs) Yesterday we had part of the leftovers from Taco Tuesday. And with that, I actually used the leftover meat and just made a meat sauce. Granted, there's, there wasn't like a ton of meat in it, which is totally fine with me. Um, but that's just a way that I use it. I pulled out some marinara sauce and um, some pasta. Or there was a salad in the refrigerator and just use that leftover meat. And then speaking of the sauce, Every almost every week we will grill pizza and I make the sauce for the pizza and we don't use all of it. So I actually stick it um, in muffin tins and I put the muffin tin in the freezer. And then after it freezes, I just pop out the sauce and I stick it in the freezer bag. So anytime I need the sauce for pretty much anything, that's how I that's just another way that I save. Oh, <laughs> that's, I love away. that. I love that <laughs> hack. That is really cool. I'm going to have to start doing that. Yeah. And the sauce is so simple. I don't, I mean, I think this would be a really budget talk too. I use, um, these, I don't, I know I'm going to spell them wrong. San Marzano, um, tomatoes. Yes, you're correct. They're everywhere. So there's two, I know there's like two or three different brands that I'll see and they're just peeled inside the can. I'll buy the, I think it's a 32 ounce can and plop that 32 ounce can in a bowl with about a teaspoon to two teaspoons of olive oil and Mm -hmm. a little bit of sea salt. And then I mush it with my hands. And I read this online when I was trying to figure out how to make sauce for pizza to make it more authentic. Mm -hmm. And the person that I, I was reading their blog post, they said that to use your hands so that you don't Instead of putting it in a blender, because if you put it in a blender, it will break the seeds and that can cause the sauce to turn bitter. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. And you can do like a little bit of basil and oregano, that kind of thing too. But I have found that if I over season, it just, it just isn't the same, you know, because you're using it for pizza or anything else. You get the seasonings from other ingredients. So, but yeah, so that's what I do for my sauces. (laughs) That is a great, that's Um, totally a great tip. I think that there's a lot of things. I mean, I think there's very few things that you can't freeze, you know? So if you have leftovers or if you're making blueberry muffins, or if you're doing like for us, we do a lot of empanadas. So if you can make extra, you know, of course, if you can buy Mm -hmm. something in bulk, I guess that's, you know, cost savings too. Mm -hmm. Uh, make something in bulk and freeze half of it. So you have that. So that's, that hits a couple like stress-free points for me. I'm saving money at the grocery store and I'm not stressed on a busy weeknight where I can just pull those freezer, you know, right. saves out and defrost those. That saves me some stress too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the other thing that I'll do, cause I'm big on adding all types of different vegetables when it comes to tacos. Um, so any of the leftovers, I will chop them all up and do um, egg muffins. 
I don't even mm-hmm. know if that's what people call them now. You know what I'm talking about. I do. You put yep. like, I don't know, how many eggs in a bowl, whisk them together, toss in whatever seasonings you want, maybe a little bit of cheese. Uh, you know, if you're vegan, put in the nutritional yeast in there. Oh, yes. I and love then that. The, the leftover veggies. Yeah. <laughs> toss them in the muffin tin. Again, thank you, muffin tins. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, today's <laughs> podcast is sponsored by muffin tin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then bake them. And, those freeze easy too. have a few of them for, you know, breakfast or whatever that day and then toss them in the freezer and you have them. Um, so that, and then the other way a couple nights ago that I shopped my pantry and this was, this is even after groceries. My husband's like, Oh, are you going to go to the store and get, um, a rotisserie? Cause that's, that's almost always our go-to that if I don't feel like mm-hmm. cooking or I've, supposedly, and I say, quote, run out of food, which I've never run out of food. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the store. I mean, for like, and it's, I tell them like, look, this privilege problem. Can you please not tell me that we've run out of food? Right. I know. Because that is just, no, 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 no. You have not run out of food probably ever. Right. Um, but he'll want me to go to, to get the rotisserie and um, maybe a salad or something. So instead of doing that, I was like, look, there are some fettuccine in there boil up some fettuccine I know I have some frozen shrimp and then I put a little bit of butter in a pan sauteed it with some minced garlic I didn't have an onion because you know I think um what's that dish I'm trying to think of when it's shrimp and pasta and it's like a I don't know oh. what it's called anyways I know someone will hear this and, and say we know where you're I know and it's about. escaping so me right now too normally yeah normally you use onion with it too so I didn't have that but that was fine and that's, that's what he had. And then, um, I always have frozen vegetables too. So, and then just toss some frozen vegetables in the microwave. So I think that is huge when we are either at the end of the week and we're trying to rummage to figure out what are we going to cook? Because I I still am not going to buy groceries until tomorrow or over the weekend. See what you have. There's always going to be something that you can put together, even if it's something canned or it is a leftover that's going with something that you wouldn't have thought to go with. Like, I don't know, um, maybe the shrimp that we cooked the other night that uh, there was a little bit of leftover, put it in a taco wrap. Or I had a client tell me that the other day, she's like, Hey, any leftovers I have, I'm always making sure that I have any, you know, different wraps. I'll toss those in there, a little bit of cheese and there's my dinner. Like that's, that's amazing. Talk about yeah. not wasting food. So. Yeah, that's, so that's important. That. Yeah, I love shopping the pantry. I think, like you said, just this week, I I shopped my pantry before I shopped, went grocery shopping last week. I feel like I did a good job this week. Um, and I looked and I was like, oh, I just kept buying these things when they were BOGO or there was a sale. And so why do I have so many different kinds of pasta in here? And like, what can I do with it? So let me plan next mm-hmm. week's meals, not that we're going to have pasta every night, but like, what can I do with this? And I had some rice and I had a couple of different, you know, canned things that, um, I had some diced tomatoes or, you know, some, uh, part of palm, whatever I found. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take, look at these things and then decide mm-hmm. what I'm going to have for dinner next week instead of, the yeah. opposite, you know, where I plan my dinner and buy everything and then just have extra in the pantry. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before too. And then next thing you know, I'm, I'm going into another week of trying to get groceries and I'm thinking, why is there no space right. for me in the refrigerator? Like it's, it's ridiculous. I like to have white space. So I, too. the last thing I want is a stuffed refrigerator. I just, I, let me it. tell you nothing. And believe me, you, everybody knows I love fruits and vegetables, but I cannot stand when those drawers are so jam packed that mm-hmm. like, and it, especially like, it's annoying to me, but for my kids, like, forget it. Mm-hmm. Like, do I think they're going to go in there and look for the baby carrots to eat? No, they're going to go to the pantry yeah. or somewhere else. And so that's why I often, you know, put things, I mean, it's an extra step, but put things into, um, you know, the Pyrex bowls or whatever and put them mm-hmm. up where they can be seen and just leave my other oh, yeah. lettuce. I totally do that. That and also with any leftovers, any leftovers, don't throw them in the back they will not be in no they won't be always front and center front and center for sure and I would say last week something else I did when I was because I do I was proud of myself this week because I'm like I there's other things I want to spend my money on I love to travel and I kept thinking in my head so if you're like not thinking oh I don't want a meal plan this is like too stressful or too hard or whatever think about what you'd rather spend your money on. <laughs> this is what helped me. And I'm like, I'm going to think about what I would, I would rather take a trip with my family. So, you know, if I continue to spend $120 extra or whatever, it might be a week at the grocery store, I will not be able to take that trip. So that really the kind of that motivation behind it, that thinking, which I sometimes have to trick myself like that, but um, (laughs) yeah. So thinking that way. So I also, um, and I, I shop at a couple of different grocery stores, but my go-to is Publix here because it's right on my street. And um, I know Mm. different grocery stores have different sales every week, but shopping the sales, like looking at Mm -hmm. everything's a digital, like, and they really make it easy for you to digest. So to look at like, for mm-hmm. Publix, for instance, things are on BOGO every week. So I really looked at the BOGOs and said, what meals can I make out of these BOGOs? Or I looked like blackberries, you know, right now are a great price because it's Florida. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I know it's Florida blueberry season. So I don't want to speak out of turn on the, mm-hmm. the blackberries, but I know blackberries are a really great price right now. And blueberries are a great price because they're in season. So I kind of looked at all of those things and said, you know what? I am going to go in this direction and build my week um, around the sales. I looked at the pantry and then those, um, you know, fruits and vegetables and the BOGO. And I felt like I was pretty excited whenever I, I checked out and felt like, you know what? I think I made a dent. I needed someone to cheer <laughs> for me. I should ask the cashiers are always probably like, who are you? Cause I, in my mind, I will look this, we're getting on a tangent like usual, but, um, I will look at the, um, conveyor, the, can't think of a conveyor belt, whatever with the groceries on it. And in my mind, I will then pick a number. Like I play a game, like I'm on like the prices, right. Or something or supermarket sweep. I do that too. You do. Okay. So I'm not alone. So I in do. my mind, I'll say like, 164.32. And then I try to get as close. Like I'm just, I wait to see. Oh my gosh. 
I can't reveal any more about my insanity. Funny. We gotta get back on track. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I've I've actually done that with my kids before, just so that they're aware of the fact that food is just not magically appearing in the house. Like that's actually pay for it. Right. And that's actually good. So this took us somewhere. Um, I think that is important too. <laughs> to have your whole family, like it, this doesn't just lay on the shoulders of the mom or the dad, you know, not one person, Mm -hmm. your whole family has to really understand Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like we just don't throw away food like that, you know, like not forcing anyone to eat Mm -hmm. anything. They don't, you know, in that way, but just understanding like, Oh, Hey, you know, that, like this stuff that you just left in your lunchbox and brought home and we have to throw it away. It's like, (laughs) um, you know, just really understanding that it's important at all times, but right now facing the price increases we're facing, I think every it's an all hands on deck situation. I just talked about, even we had a notice that our, um, electric bill would be going up due to the cost of fuel. And, you know, so I talked to everybody. I'm like, guys, turn off the TVs, turn off the lights. Like, here's why, like this is, you know, a real thing. So definitely involve your family yeah. and, and yeah. any of these processes that you're going through when you're trying to save. I'm sorry. Exactly. Okay, and that's like, it, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, and even with leftovers, because I know I've I've come across many families who are say, oh, my husband doesn't like leftovers or my kids don't like leftovers. We need to help them understand that this is life. Like this is this is where we're at right now. And we need to figure out, okay, if this isn't the leftover that leftover that you like, help me when I'm trying to decide what we are going to eat. Or you go in to the pantry. Like I'm sure little kids would love this. Hey, let's play store, go into the pantry and, and pick out what you're going to buy. You know, I don't know. I like that idea. And or even like go in and make a list. Like my daughter, my younger daughter is a list maker. Like I feel like even her at 11 <laughs> would go and like make me a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally getting the families involved. And especially the significant other who's not typically in charge, in charge, I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Who's typically not the one who takes the initiative to do the grocery shopping. Right, right. Make sure that person is, is involved in those decisions too. So, okay. So shopping pantry, fridge and freezer. I think that's, I think that's probably a, a, a huge huge step in the right direction, even if that's all anybody ever did. Um, the next thing that I would say to do is to think in bulk. Like you had already mentioned that. And for me, when I think in bulk, it's not only purchasing, it's also preparation. Mm-hmm. So like when we were talking about with the sauces, um, you know, making a sauce and that technically that's, that is um, making it in bulk. So you're using something now and you have something for later purchasing in bulk, if you have the ability to have like a Costco or Sam's types of um, membership, or if you have a friend, because for the longest time, I didn't have those. So I would just go with a friend. And quite honestly, it's kind of like, it's fun because you get to go with your friend. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. And then I've also seen um, and heard from in the past, 
people will buy things at like Walmart. And I know that um, Target has some different items that are a little bit bulkier in size. Um, you know, rice, quinoa, flowers, sugars, things like that, that you know are shelf stable and you know that you're actually going to use. So I'm always baking. So I will get larger containers of um, flour and sugar and um, different things like that. Cause I know it's not going to go to waste. Um, and then preparing in bulk baked goods, um, making different grains. If you're going to cook the grains, whether or not you think you're going to use that much, totally fine. Cause you can just freeze it. Something else that I do when it comes to the, the bulk aspect, if the container of whether it's ground Turkey or ground beef, um, for my tacos tip, you know, usually I'll get something that's on sale and I know I'm not going to use that full amount. Cause I usually only use for a family of four, like a pound of the meat, mm. the rest of it, I'll take that and, um, shape it into burgers and just wrap it in foil and put it in a freezer bag. And then the next time that we're grilling, I usually have four to six burgers already made. So that's something else that I do too, to, so that I don't waste it. Cause otherwise it could potentially be that leftover meat that just goes to the back of the refrigerator and then it's just thrown away. So, so thinking in bulk. Um, and then the third way that is tried and proven, I don't know what that whole saying is. <laughs> um, a proven method of saving money is meal planning. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't even remember even growing up, walking into a grocery store without some sort of a list in hand that is not just a list. It also has those ideas in mind as to what I'm going to make. And for, right. I don't know, eight or nine years working with super healthy kids, it was a game changer for many families that I worked with had they not had the meal plan with a grocery list well and there, i think there would be food waste and yeah meal planning sometimes seems intimidating to people mm -hmm. like, you know and i i do it now so i'm like wow i wish this didn't seem intimidating i wish that this didn't seem like oh i have a job i'm like always working and i'm always doing like shuttling yeah. the kids and this and that like i don't need another thing on my plate but i will say even just the most simple, plan two meals, you know, like start somewhere and just say, I'm going to plan for this next week. And then I think you'll start to mm -hmm. see that it'll turn into something that just becomes part of your week and part of what you do. Yeah, that totally that. And I, I know you guys have a, I'm, I'm sure more than one, but I know I've seen um, blog posts that talk about the whole meal planning. Yes. And that's what I've done since day one of working with super healthy kids. And now with all the clients that I've worked with in my clinics, it's just starting simple. I always say, start out with just one breakfast. I mean, for some people, it may, that may cause a little bit of anxiety because they're thinking, but I thought I was supposed to have this variety. Yeah. But Starting small in a big change, like sitting down and meal planning, that's the best way to do it. Just one, one breakfast, one, maybe two lunches. I know when, you know, with having kids, um, my son, typically there's two different types of lunches that he likes and my daughter, she'll just do whatever's leftovers. So hers are always different. 
So that would be where I would say get the kids involved as far as what um, what they want to bring to school. So those will be your one or two lunches. And then dinners, maybe two or three at best. And the simplest way I've found when it comes to planning for dinners is to have those theme nights. Um, Monday for me is always uh, Meatless Monday. Tuesday has always been Taco Tuesday. Wednesday, through the years of planning for super healthy kids, it was usually like Italian or like an Asian flair type of dish. Thursdays ended up being a crock pot or instant pot. Friday was pizza or fish. Um, Saturday tend to be, depending on what the season was, either soup or salads. Um, and Sundays was the leftover day. So just choose two or three of those themes that your family's going to like and just plan those meals and call it a day because you probably will have leftovers to go from. And then you can just go into your pantry and fridge and see what else you can just pull from and pull together. Yeah, I, I like the themes. I need, I feel like I used to do more themes, more like kind of regular and you probably need to get back to that because I think that would help in the meal planning too, to kind of just know. And I, because I, I grew up, my brother and sister were so picky and I was not. And I always felt like I was at like the hands of their, you know, I was at their mercy because they liked nothing. So therefore I also, <laughs> my meals were, were very much the same, but we did the days of the week. Um, every week we had the same thing Monday through Friday. I mean, we didn't even have, it wasn't, it's probably going to sound so sad. It was, it was a joyous time, but <laughs> um, we had, we ate the same thing Monday through Friday, every single week. I mean, sometimes there was a little bit of veering off, but not much. And, but it was, my parents both worked and it was like sure fire that my, and you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So it was guaranteed that my brother and sister were going to eat those things. And so that's what we ate. So I get it, but yeah. And, and to that respect though, and this has just been since day one of, of working with clients and again, with super healthy kids, I've, I've have faced many families where they're, they'll say, I can't serve the same thing. Like I can't, you know, they'll, they would come to us for these blown out meal plans of something different every day, every meal and snack. Oh, wow. And I had to help them to understand that you can choose from this week, this dinner that you like, and that week, that one, and you can put those together and you can serve that same thing every day for months on end if that's what's going to help you to bring your family to the table and have the discussions that you want to have. And to, that's, what, that's what they're going to remember. Right. When the kids get older, that's, you know. And, well, and you'll yeah, also right. know exactly how much money you're going to spend every week because you know right. those are going to be the same things, you know? So yeah, you're right. to the budget, and, you know? And, and honestly, which my family always, they're like, we just had family dinner last night. Why do we have to sit together? You know? And I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry mm -hmm. that that was so painful for you. But um, with my family, we sat down. I mean, granted, we would have, you know, as we got older and were involved in sports and cheerleading and dance and all kinds of activities, it got a little crazier. But I really feel like my mom would just like adjust the time where we ate, but we really all sat down together and talked. Um, mm -hmm. 
and had dinner together. And I think that's why it's always been so important to me, no matter what we eat, that, you know, we are making sure. And now I'm like, I pretty much demand at least like two to three times a week we sit down as a family. So they love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the more the more times that we get to sit down and chat as a family, I think the stresses that we're all dealing with as parents and caregivers with just inflation alone, like it's going to help to calm us down, even if it's just for 30 minutes, cortisol levels will start to lower a little bit, you know, our body's going to thank us. So it all just, I don't know. That's why I just love food. And dealing with this world of dietetics and meals and families and all that. So, for sure. And I will just say one last thing before we close out. Like, as I've been, because I've been thinking a lot, like I said, I want to go on that trip. I motivated myself. I'm saving. <laughs> um, I think, well, actually, I have like, maybe I have two more things. So, loyalty programs, I know sometimes people are like, oh, it's like annoying. Got to, give them my phone number, they're tracking my spend, whatever it might Mm -hmm. be. That's fine. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But I know that most grocery stores do have loyalty programs in some way, shape or form, Um, or even, you know, like gas stations or whatever it might be. But I would say just take the Mm -hmm. extra couple extra seconds to take a look at some of those loyalty programs because it will add up. You know, I feel like I've saved um, here and there. you know, $5 here, $3 there, but it will add up. So I would say don't disregard those loyalty programs if you're not already signed up for those. And then another thing I did this week was really look at the grocery, the the receipt when I got home and what were the like big ticket items on there and kind of thought like, mm-hmm. are these necessary? Not saying like, you know, don't buy this thing that your family loves and you're able to afford it. So, you know, whatever. But I just thought, you know what, I just want to be mindful of looking at like, you know, is this granola bar, like maybe I need to adjust this and look at a different brand Mm -hmm. and see if I can find something that's comparable, but maybe I need to make a swap there, you know? So um, I think there's definitely some things that the price jump is crazy you know, a do- over a dollar, mm-hmm. $2 more for um, some things. So I would say, take a look at those things and, and find out even if just for now, while we're going through this period of, of um, hopefully it's a period of um, cost increases and maybe just really thinking like, is this, you know, can I swap this or is this something that we really need? Or are we really using this, you know? So yeah, I'm let's all, Please, I will check back in with everyone and let you know if I'm still able to keep this up next week. But I told myself I'm saving for the <laughs> next trip. So there we go. Anything else you can think of That's before funny. we close? Yeah, I know. <laughs> before we close um, out. <laughs> no, I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff, but on to the, the loyalty um things at the grocery stores. The only one that I've ever used is Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A. And honestly, the last year I wasn't using it and I want to start using it again because girl, I would some, very quickly, I would get $20 vouchers and I would just put them into Amazon 
Yeah. And that's how the kids wanted something on Amazon. I'm like, yep, I've got that actually because I saved money on our groceries. Right. Or even like Christmas gifts. I mean, it's never too Mm -hmm. early to start throwing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I use, um, well, so again, jotting this down on next episode, the best loyalty programs and um, we can, (laughs) I use Fetch, which I like Ibotta, but Fetch, actually you take a picture of your receipt, it scans your receipt and then um, it gives you your points. I think I, I had like a $10 Starbucks gift card that I was able to use a couple of weeks ago from, from doing that, which I was pretty excited because I felt like that was good. But I also do, I'll have to look into that. Um, I don't know if you shop at Publix, but Publix has, um, and like I said, I feel like almost every grocery store probably has their own form of loyalty. Um, but with Publix, um, if you set up your account, you do your phone number, and then I plug I plug my phone number in at the checkout, and then some weeks um, they'll give you like five dollars off of seventy five dollars or three dollars off of fifty dollars, and so those will just kind of automatically hit whenever I check out, which is lovely. So you'll have to do that if you don't. Uh, you know what? I do shop at Publix like almost all the time, and I've never done that. Yes, so. That's a hot tip. Yep. And you can do your digital coupons too. Your digital coupons, clip those in the app. And then when you check out, I just clip all of them. (laughs) I'm like, click, 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 clip, clip, clip. Because who knows? Like I I might buy all these things. I might not. And you can clip. There's no limit to what you can clip. So I just clip all the digital coupons. And then I like, again, apparently I have this issue with the checkout, but I like to see when I check out, I'm like, oh, look at me. Good job. I'm saving. So anyway, those are my, my final words. Well, thank you for joining oh us again goodness. today. <laughs> You're and welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. It's great to have you back. We were talking before we got on and we'll link up to, we have lots of resources. So we will link up to meal planners. We'll link up to long-lasting fruits and vegetables. We have tons of content on healthyfamilyproject.com and then any of Jackie's um, links that she has. So you can check out the show notes for all of those links to, um, you know, to get more information. But thank you, Jackie, so much for joining us today. Thank you. Great episode today. Thank you so much for joining us. We love to hear your feedback please leave a comment or a review, or you can get in touch with us directly through the website, healthyfamilyproject.com. And also please leave a rating and help us continue to create a healthier generation. If you want to find me direct, I'm in the Facebook group, group Healthy Family Project. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as Amanda M. Kiefer. And you can find Healthy Family Project on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.